A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to another episode of Music Unapologetically, hosted by the host with the most, Adam, with you as always, and back again, Lairdog. Uh, coming at you on a Sunday afternoon, and uh, appreciate you taking the time out again uh, to be with us. Absolutely. With me, I, I love guess. This. But, uh, yeah, anyway. you, you and me, the dynamic duel, I guess we could call us now. Yeah, I'm in uh how's your weekend do anything good doing good uh, hanging out with uh a bunch of all cat guys you know uh yesterday so oh, you went to the food trucks yesterday with jess yeah. and ariella who all else went jess ariella um there was a few um <laughs> um i know jess's uh boyfriend what's his name steven that works there at all cat also he was there. anthony uh, anthony there you go uh-huh yeah, he was there, and then uh, she had her kids and all that. So, okay, it was good. It was fun getting catch up and get to see a few people I haven't seen for a while. Nice, 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 nice. So uh, today, what are we doing? Uh, rock and roll females, rock artists, female rock artists. So, um, I am going to be honest with you my my female knowledge is very limited. Uh, especially when you put it in a single box of rock and roll. Right. Uh, now, once we expand it to like hip hop and, and other genres of music, I can expand a little bit, but it's not going to be a whole lot of knowledge that I'm going to impart. So the plan today is going to need to be for you to take the wheel uh, and just kind of let your knowledge go and I'll I guess I'll piggyback on well, you know, whatever I can just because I don't I don't know a whole lot, you know. I never grew up, you know, searching out the female artist or uh you know, whatever. But uh yeah, so knowledge on my end, I'm more ignorant to the females. So this is gonna be your boat to drive, man. <laughs> and that's good. Listen, I got a lot of surprises and a lot of knowledge on that part and uh um, I, I really want to showcase the female artists because I don't think they get, you know, the acknowledgement that they should. And you, you're going to be surprised at how many, not only artists, but but songwriters, female songwriters that have really changed the music world and and, and made a big impact. And, and their names are not as well known as, you know, some of the other people you would think. But uh, it's going to be interesting and it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I'm going to throw a couple of surprises to you. Um, and before we get started, though, do I, I do want to do a correction from last show? Yeah, uh, you and I were. Yeah, you and I were talking about, you know, how today's music really isn't, and and we gave our opinions of why why we thought it wasn't as good as it was in the past, and and you know what was going on, and what kind of what we said brought down the music industry, you know, in today's music. Um, you know, and I was talking to a few people that are in the music business and, um, you know, one, my son, my younger son mm -hmm. talking to him 
And, and they gave me a perspective that I, I really didn't think about, you know, because we were talking that the internet, how it, it's ruined what, what music is today, right? Um, and that's because everybody, and, and, and I made the point that, you know, anybody could pr- put something out there, put any kind of music out there. Yeah. And you get all this kind of stuff that's bad stuff out there. But, you know, after talking to these guys, you know, a lot of them pointed out, well, compared to the past, the internet really has brought out a lot of great artists. Yeah. You know, and giving them, you know, the the opportunity to showcase their 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 talents that maybe wouldn't have happened because they wouldn't get or they didn't have the money to go to these clubs and do the work and and do this. Right. And and, and you know they've been able to bring out and be successful because of the internet. And I started thinking about it and they gave me a couple of points, you know, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Justin Beaver, but he was the biggest example that these guys brought to it. You know, he was a poor kid that, you know, didn't have the opportunity and he was a internet YouTube star. YouTube sensation. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, and you think about it, there was other artists because of that um that had that opportunity and have made great contributions to the music world today because of it so i i just wanted to correct that you know so a lot of the people that are listening and you know to today's music say what are they talking about today's music's good i see your point i i have to admit maybe i was a little bit you know misjudging on that part listen whole story the music today the music today, if you compared it to everything up until the nineties, and let's just say we'll start in the sixties, right? When mm-hmm. you know, that's that's when I feel like music technology started to take off uh in the sixties and music uh as a whole just kind of took off. Uh but if you you compare music from let's just say two thousand ten and on till present time today, and you compare it to the sixties, seventies even the eighties and nineties, it doesn't, it's, it doesn't stand up to any of those eras. And, and one thing that I would like my music to do is stand the test of time, right? Here we are. Here we are. And and I'll just use uh, the seventies as an example. Okay. Uh, Led Zeppelin was huge in the seventies. We're talking 40, 50 years down the, down the road. You still hear Led Zeppelin, Zeppelin being played on the radio, Sirius XM. You're still hearing classics from Led Zeppelin being jammed out to today, right? It has stood the test of time throughout the years, 40, 50 years, and they're still considered widely regarded as one of the best, if not the best rock and roll band to ever grace the planet. Now, you start talking about today's music, right? Any any genre today. Uh, I'm not much into today's rock and roll, so I don't know who the big bands are, but just for uh conversational piece, uh, you know, just as a as a conversational piece, we'll say hip hop, right? Here we are. Sure. Hip hop started in the eighties, blew up in the nineties, and we'll just use the nineties. Uh, as the example for conversation, Biggie, Tupac, they only had one or two albums. Their body of work is so, so small, but their music has stood the test of time, right? You're still 30, 30 years down the, down the line here into 2023. And we're still considering those two as a couple of the goats when it comes to hip hop. Now you talk about hip hop artists for today. I don't even know who they are. Lil Yachty, NBA, you know, all these. Uh, you're not going to be talking about these clowns 30 years from now as a a top conversation. You, you're just not because it's it's not good. I, and, I, and I get that point. But, too, the other thing they brought out to me and pointed out is, you know, in today's music, obviously, it hasn't been around as long. So we don't know yet. Maybe it does. Yeah, I oh mean, <laughs> it, it, it just I guess it just all depends on the ears that are listening to it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, 
when you're when you're let's just say you know your 15 year old uh kid you know like riley who uh, if you have a conversation with him about hip hop today, he's going to go back to the nineties because that's the first, that's the first real hip hop that I exposed him to. Right. Right now, buddies of his, uh, who may not have been introduced to Wu Tang or mob deep or, you know, uh nwa ice cube all the old school rappers first they were introduced to today's hip-hop that's what they know and so that's what they like and so that's why there's i mean that's of course why there's going to be a popularity uh discrepancy with uh the different generations you know what i mean it's just this the first exposure that they were given was nba young boy yeah and so now they're listening to nba young boy and now you know, the next one coming on is going to be, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't even know who the rappers today are, Drake and, you know, whatever. So that's, so that's what they know. Right. So, I mean, it's just, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 I feel like we were still on point, even, even, you know, feeling the need to come correct, you know, that, you know, the internet, uh, being a, a good place for, uh, rapper or even artists just in general to, to get a start and to get noticed. I mean, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. You know, it's just, I guess it just depends on the ears that you're, you're trying to entertain. You know what I mean? And I agree with that point. And, and I think I was the one that was very harsh on the internet part of it. Um, and I think that's where the correction needed to be because after listening, you know, to my son and these guys, you know, they made a very good valid point that, you know, yeah, the internet, kind of put a lot of bad music out there right. unfortunately um but you know just like it back in my days we used to sift through you know the bad artists to, to go see the good artists you know uh the only thing is is you don't have anybody you know at the door like back in my day you know you had that club owner that was going to listen to you and said now nah, you're not good enough for my stage and you know kick you out um the internet doesn't have that so their point was, yeah, you're going to hear a lot of the bad stuff, but you got to sift through all that bad stuff to really find the uh, the gems in there. You know, yeah. they, they, there's some gems in there that we're missing, and it's probably true. Yeah, no, for sure. But uh, anyway, it's got a little off track there, but yep. uh, female artist. So when you like when you think about the female artist, like who? I'm sure. So, okay, let me just say it like this. When we're talking about anything uh, music related, I think the first thing that is going to come to people's mind is their their own personal greatest, you know, their favorites, their greatest, their goats, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I don't imagine that is different on your end. So uh, when you do start talking about female artists, uh, put them in the box of rock rock artist. Uh, for you personally, who's who is it? Well, and and that's where you know I want to kind of showcase. You know, it, to me, putting these female artists in there, I, I look at the contributions, and, and when I do the list, just like I did with the guitar list, you know, I, it, it's the personal contributions of what they brought to the music industry and. And obviously, like you said, standing that test of time uh, out there. So when I look at this and I look at these female artists, I, I look at their contributions. What did they write? What did they do personally? You know, and, and you know, and and how well have they stood the test of time? And how they they really made an impact, especially into the rock genre. Um, you know, and, and and if I was gonna do a list, and and now the list with with female artists um now my guitar list was set in stone my wow. female artist isn't you know this this changes because i'm still listening to a lot of these artists you know looking at videos and listening to them and you're, you're still finding some gems that really didn't have the popularity but man they produce such beautiful music and and had such great vocals or right. made an impact in, in their own way um you know, and, and the first one I'm going to talk about is, uh, you know, the queen to me, the queen 
of rock and roll that started really the the rock era and the female part of it was Janis Joplin. Okay, yeah. You know, and and to me, she like Jimi Hendrix. You know, she she was so short lived, but in her short time, she made such a huge impact. Right, and she inspired so many other artists behind her. Um, you know, with being different. Right. And that's the biggest thing is Janice wasn't afraid to be herself and be different and just put the music out there the way she wanted it to. It, uh, go ahead. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and, and to me above that, you know, I, I, uh, this is where my list is going to get a little bit, you know, where I know everybody's going to have different opinions on it. You know, I like Linda Ronstadt just because of her diversity. Um, you know, so I, I would put her as a number two um, just because of all the different sounds and, and different musics that she's done. And believe it or not, you know, she's helped out great, you know, other artists and groups. Uh, the Eagles comes to mind. A lot of uh -huh. people... I know we talked about it a little bit last time. You know, the Eagles actually started as sit-ins for Linda Ronstadt in a couple of her shows. Uh -huh. uh, and they got together and created, you know, the Eagles today. Um, you know, but so you look at Linda Ronstadt, she's helped out so many other artists. Right. Not only female, but male rock artists and everything else. And she's been a big part of it. And, and I'm going to tell you a little story about Linda Ronstadt. A lot of people don't know this. She actually has... Um, I believe it's on her father's side or grandfather actually um, was from Mexico and he was a mariachi uh, player in, in a band. Uh -huh. That's where a lot of her musical influence came from was the, the Mexican Latin music. And Linda Ronstadt actually has a couple of, um, you know, Latin albums, you know, with that Mexican heritage and that, that, that music that she's actually sung in Spanish and very good music. Um, I recommend to anybody listening, you know, when you get a chance, look up Linda Ronstadt Latin albums and listen to some of these albums, you would yeah. be drastically surprised. Yeah. You know? And to me, that's what brings her to that, that top level. Number two, one of the greatest female artists, you her know, versatility. Yeah, her versatility and her songwriting. Yeah. She wrote almost all of her stuff and she also wrote for other people. She made a big difference on that. I want to I want to go back to Janis Joplin here real quick, okay? Sure. Uh and this is going to be <laughs> this is going to be weird maybe for you to hear, okay? But when I listen to Janis Joplin, let me just preface this with I'm a Janis Joplin fan. I do I do enjoy her music. Okay? <laughs> When I listen to Janis Joplin, I get very heavy Bob Dylan vibes on the um, uh, just being herself, you know, just a, a unique uh, uh, individual uh, musically. And she's not uh, she doesn't she doesn't fit a a real mainstream kind of vibe. Uh in in the way that bob dylan didn't either bob dylan was a you know when i listened to bob dylan's music bob dylan was a weirdo yeah. uh, in his music and he was I, an outsider a lot of times. Ab absolutely that and i'll and and the weird part about it is i don't enjoy bob dylan's music i i, I really don't I, I feel like i feel like if bob dylan was the ghost writer and another band was performing his his lyrics that could be something that I'm listening to, but the, but his, and, and it's all about, and when I say this about the, uh, about him and John, uh, Janice together and the correlation between the two, it's all about the delivery of both of them. You know what I mean? Uh, they've got a similar delivery to me. It's just that weird. It, it just, it's just strange. Uh, so it's weird to me that I, I am not a Bob Dylan fan, but I am a Janice Joplin fan, but that's like, that's the weird, the weird vibe I get from her, but I enjoy it coming from from her mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah, it no, it's funny you mentioned Bob Dylan because a little fun fun fact on Bob Dylan here. 
Um, he actually had more hits for songs he wrote for other people than he did himself. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he was a, he was a writer for others. Oh yeah, yeah. Sense, he, which he, makes he, sense. He, like, yeah, he's one of the greatest songwriters. A lot of people, you know, he, he wasn't really recognized a lot, but he's one of the top songwriters out there too. I would like for I would like for one day, you know, his son uh, is, you know, he was in the Wallflowers. He was the right. he was the frontman for the Wallflowers. Now, I would find it very entertaining, and I would probably enjoy it very much if he would purchase Bob Dylan's songbook or 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 uh, his discography or whatever, and then redo everything his way. Yeah, it, how different it would probably be, and how how much more i would uh enjoy that because i i'm a big waffle i like the wallflowers and so if you put if you put bob dylan's music in wallflowers style i would probably enjoy that very much I, that would be interesting that would be something to look up uh, i'm going to look into that because i don't know if if he's been using some of his father's material and then creating it the funny thing is is uh they they sound similar believe it or not but huh. i th i think uh and what, what's his first name um i can't ever remember his name yeah <laughs> uh, right now it's it's i've got it in the tip of my tongue and Hang i'm on. sure I have to show off. I you talk it. all google there you go but um i know they he sounds very uh similar to his father uh -huh. but he has a better tone jacob dylan jacob there you go um he has a, a much better tone he's got a little bit higher and and better tone than his father ever did which makes him a better vocalist but i think in the songwriting part of it I, i'd be interested to see you know how much of his father's material he's he's actually used or influenced from Hang on, I'm still googling. <laughs> I'm still googling <laughs> to see if he's ever done any uh, uh, any of his dad's work. But uh, off the off the service, I'm not I'm not uh, finding much. But yeah, so Janis Joplin. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna be hard pressed to find many people to uh, not call her the queen, uh, whether they agree with that status for her or not i mean it's just like kind of like me with elvis i don't buddy holly should have been the king of rock and roll but he died in the car or the plane accident and next up i guess here's elvis so but you respect you know the title i guess you know whether you enjoy the music or not i don't enjoy elvis's music but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go on this big huge campaign and and uh try to get him knocked off the off the throne you know <laughs> right right but. well and, and, yeah and for me janice joplin too especially in the rock part of it because she influenced so many rock artists behind her you know we when, when we look at the the rock female artist you know um you know and again linda ronstadt just because of her versatility and all that but you got to look at other especially in the eighties, female rock artists, uh, Joan Jett comes to mind. You know, I put her in, within my top five of uh, female rock artists, just she, and, and, and you could tell she was influenced from, from Janis Joplin. And she had that, that hard, you know, sound to her. And, and I, I'm going to surprise a bunch of people, but uh -huh. I'm going to, I'm, I put Tina Turner into that group as a rock artist. As a rock artist, and, and I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, I wish you would. You listen to her 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 voice and her music, and and I'm talking about her a lot of her earlier music, okay. And you you could hear that rock influence and that that kind of you know that deep you know hard vocals. And 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 a lot of the stuff that she wrote, um, which you could tell her producers changed on all that. But if you listen to her, a lot of her live stuff and what she did covers and some of her own stuff before they went commercialized, it it's that big rock era. You know, she was she was really about that fast pace, that heavy sound. Um, 
you know, and again, you could tell the influence of Janis Joplin in Tina Turner. Yeah. And that's why I put her in that category. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, the other one too, Debbie Harry. Now you, you know who Debbie Harry is, right? I don't, I don't, you know, Blondie. Oh, okay. heard the name. Yeah. 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 Know. yeah that's Debbie Harry. Okay. I didn't know so, that. Yeah. And a lot of her earlier stuff, you know, in the late seventies, early eighties, you know, Blondie was phenomenal. And, yeah. you know, she, she wrote some of the great songs that, that had stood the test of time. Yeah. And, and, and really made a big impact in music too. And also one of those that, you know, that's uh, influenced many people into the rock. You know, you look at Madonna and, you know, all these girls from the eighties, um, you know, they, they had that influence from Blondie, you know, and, and that style of music and, and it created its own little pop culture from there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and um, another artist I'm going to talk about a little bit more current but the the front girl for the pretenders. Okay. Uh, Chrissy oh. Hind. I don't even uh, think I've ever heard uh, anything from the pretenders. I don't think I've ever heard of them, period, if I'm being honest. Well, it, what I love about Chrissy's music and, and the pretenders, you listen to them. I think they were, and I'm going to talk a little bit about this on a current band too, but, you know, sometimes these musicians – you know, it's not only about the the style of music, you know, and, and then putting their influence in on it, but it's timing. Sometimes you get somebody that has a certain style that's either way before people like that style or way after when that style is kind of fizzled. You know what I mean? Right. And and the pretenders, I put them in that into that group where it's it's they were kind of past what the type of music that they played if they would have been much earlier say in the 60s early 70s i think they would have been huge yeah um and 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 and, and that happens in music you know but it doesn't take to me it doesn't take away of the talent right you know and the influence that they've had um you know, and, and, and of course, I got to talk about the Wilson sisters, you know, Amy and Nancy Wilson, um, you know, and, and you know them as the, the group of, uh, of heart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And the two sisters, you know, vocally, Amy, to me, is, you know, if we were just talking about vocalists, Amy is, is in my top three. Okay. For sure. Of all Absolutely. time. Of all time. Yeah. As, as a as a vocalist. And that and that and that's grouping both uh, men and women together. Okay. She, you know, what she did on vocals in, in her decades of of uh of producing music, you know, Amy is I got if you gotta hear some of her earlier and 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 you know, a lot of people talk about Whitney Houston being one of the best vocalists. I think Amy Wilson, I, I look at her being above um, Whitney Houston when it comes to vocals and, and her range and her control and, and her tone. I mean, it's just, but again, I'm getting sidetracked here. No, no, no. That, that's, that's good that you said that. I'm not a fan of Whitney Houston. I'm not a fan of Mariah Carey. I don't enjoy their music when I, and, and, and when, when I listen to, when I listen to females sing, I want, um, I, I, I don't, I don't think I need range. I think I just need the purity of, uh, your voice at a normal octave. I don't need you getting like when, when Mariah Carey does all that high stuff and she's shattering glass and, and for what? Like, what is, what is the point of that other than me wanting to stab my eardrums with an ice pick so that I don't have to hear that anymore? And it's going to be less painful than what I'm listening to. So 
when I'm when I'm thinking about female vocals and you know what I want to hear coming out of their mouth, I feel like I want to hear uh, the vocals of somebody singing rock or and, and I'll just get into it. You alluded to the fact that I'm going to go probably to 1990s mainstream, uh, and you are probably thinking right now the initial female that i'm going to say is going to be alanis morissette but you're wrong uh when 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 i go looking for females i'm looking for two females first okay uh these two are probably uh in, in regards to again being in that rock and roll box only nobody will ever be better than lauren hill to me Okay, but she's not she's not a rock star. She's she's not rock. She's in that hip hop R and B uh, uh, neo soul box. But when it comes to rock, there are there are two women that I go to right off, uh, and it's a, and it's a one A one B situation. You can flip flop them uh, either way. But I'm going uh, for number one, Cheryl Crow. And I'm going for two Nora Jones. If you consider Nora Jones in the in the rock artist box, but yep. those two, one A, one B, that's what I want to hear. Yeah, and, and I'm glad you said Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow is one of my favorites, especially in, like you said, the '90s and today, and everything that she's done and right. her influence. And and I go to Cheryl Crow because of her talent in songwriting. Right. I, I I've had the opportunity to see that in, in 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 person and and it's just amazing. She is such a not only just a loving soul, but her her genius of of writing lyrics and music right on the spot is to me is <laughs> is so surprising. I have never seen anybody that could do it so well that that she does. I was I was out to eat one time. And the restaurant uh, that I was eating at, they would play uh, music videos. You know, the the music that is playing um, on the on the speakers, the video is also on some of the TVs that are that are around the restaurant. And uh, I heard a Led Zeppelin intro, and so naturally, I am starting to look around to try to find the music video and it was cheryl crow covering led zeppelin uh live at one of her concerts and i'm being if i'm being completely honest it, it's probably one of the better covers that i've ever heard uh you know of of all the covers that i know and i've heard or whatever i like i stopped what i was doing i stopped the conversation i was having with Whoever what I, whoever I was with, if I was even with anybody, but uh, just to just to pay attention and listen to this cover of Led Zeppelin from a female that I enjoy, and it was it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, to me, you know, you're not going to get any argument. Cheryl Crow to me, just not only an all around person, but when it comes to her musical talent, I mean, right today, she she to me, she's one of the top talents in the last 20 years during COVID, do you, I don't know if you recall this or even saw it, but on Instagram, they started this, uh, it was called a versus battle. Are you familiar with this? I heard a little bit about it. Um, but I really didn't get into save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app, get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So basically, it was Timberland and somebody else, you know, started this. I think it was Swiss Beats. Timberland and Swiss Beats started it. And what they would do is they would pick two rappers who compared to each other and they would do a, a live show uh, of their hits over the years. And it was it was a versus battle. It was who 
who had the better hits okay cool i'm gonna you know i'm gonna play this song now what do you got now they're gonna play their hit and now to see who can go you know who runs out of hits that everybody enjoys okay if we were to do this like a versus battle uh in regards to let's say okay let actually let's do this i would pick 90s females okay right? And then what generation would you pick where the greatest females are? To me, the greatest females uh -huh. are in the 70s. In the 70s. Okay, so we did a a versus battle, and we just started naming off female artists. I feel like the 90s could stick up. And I knew you were probably going to go to the 60s or 70s, probably the 70s. Nobody cares about the 80s anything. <laughs> uh, but... I feel like if we went down the list, we could we could definitely uh, make a good showing on. Okay, you got Stevie Nicks. Okay, cool. I got Alanis Morissette. Okay, cool. You got this person. I got this. You know, and it would we wouldn't it wouldn't end soon. You know what I mean? Like no. we, we would definitely be. I think the '90s definitely uh, can stand alongside the '70s if we were to do that. I I agree with you. That that would actually would be fun. You know, and I'm I'm thinking of two head to head between the '90s and '70s that I would love to find out. You know, uh, is that give it to me? You know what? In the '90s, I'd like to see Cheryl Crow against uh, um, Carol King. Carol King. Yeah. Who is she? Who is she in? Oh, you don't know Carol King? No. Ah, Carol. Well. Think of it this way. Um, that song, You've Got a Friend. That's the yeah. first one. I know a lot of people have heard the uh, James Taylor version of You've Got a Friend. Yeah. But Carol King's version, it, it, what people don't know is Carol King actually wrote the song. And she gave it to James Taylor. They released it on the same, on the album, the same year, same date. The, the, one released it on, on, on their album, uh, on each of their albums, the same year. Same day and all that kind of stuff. And Carol King's won a Grammy instantly on it. Mm -hmm. Her version. And, um, but she's got so many others. God, I got a list of all her hits. If you do a Google search on Carol King and all her hits, um, there are so many of them. Yeah. Uh, and that to me would be like a great contest with, with uh, Cheryl Crow, just between the two of them. Yeah. Cheryl Crow is, she's good <laughs> <laughs> and she's pretty. <laughs> uh, one I want to mention here real quick, uh, and it's uh, along the same vibes as the Janis Joplin uh, vibe is Dolores O'Riordan. Do you know who this is? Are no. You, are you, you do. Are you familiar with the Cranberries? Oh, the Cranberries. Yes, Dolores. Okay. Yes. So she would definitely be up there uh, on the '90s. It it would probably go, you know, if we're <laughs> if we're doing this versus, she would definitely be probably a top five mention uh, when it comes to that. Uh, Gwen Stefani, another one. Uh, she, man, the versatility uh, in her in her music game, uh, I, I I think would rival most uh you know starting with that punk uh punk uh vibe with uh no doubt if that's what you want to call it would no doubt be punk or would they be alternative what would you what box I, I would in? i would classify them more with alternative okay um, yeah it, it really wasn't punk because their their music was a lot of fun when i think of punk uh punk was like kind of dark music in in, in yeah. places you know um angry music yeah I, I like that way. um but no doubt now they they were they were more of that funny you know good time type of music so I, I, to me they were more the the alternative yeah uh, you know and, and another funny thing about Gwen Stefani you know a lot of people don't realize a lot of the hits and songs that were written she wrote them yeah. so as a songwriter I put her up there as you know one of the female greatest also yeah that doesn't surprise me that that uh she writes everything uh also in the 90s 
uh melissa etheridge mm-hmm. not really a fan not really a fan of the music itself but uh good voice uh probably the most hated female in 90s uh rock and roll uh she's talented but she's an idiot do you know who i'm about to say yes tell me <laughs> courtney cox right courtney love yeah courtney love i'm sorry yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no we all love courtney cox stop it cox, yeah I'm thinking of friends. I was watching it yeah. <laughs> right before yeah. coming on. Courtney Love, 100%. Talented, but man, when you kill one of the goats and get yeah. away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Not going to give you much airtime on that. Uh, another one, Shirley Manson from Garbage. Yeah. She was great. Um, Jewel. Jewel's great. Jewel I love was her. great. She's she's one of those uh voices that that that's that's the tone, the softness of her voice. That's what I want to hear behind a uh an acoustic guitar. Uh yeah. instead of the screaming and, and high pitched, you know, whatever whatever uh Whitney Houston is doing. Uh, I just had another one on the tip of my tongue and I forgot. Oh, one thing I do want to say, uh, getting off track for vocalist, but just bad women in rock and roll period. Uh, kid rocks guitarist is a, is a female. Yeah, I'm trying to think of her name. I can't think of her name either, but she is bad. She could play, and I I heard her once too. Not only on the guitar, um, there was a show. It was, it was kind of a smaller show back in Miami. Kid Rock was just starting out, or um, no, he he was already getting big at that time. Um, but they did a show. It was a s- smaller venue. Uh-huh. She came out and she got on the bass. Oh my god, she did a bass. The drummer was... did? No, 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 no. I'm talking about um his guitar. Or no, no, no. That's right. She she plays the drums. That's right. Yeah, she's the drummer. Yes, she came out playing the bass. Huh. Interesting. And I I wonder if there's a video on this, but she was out. Dandy. There's probably videos somewhere out there. I I, I gotta see if I could find that. Because to me, she really surprised me on that. You know, YouTube has everything. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Almost <laughs> embarrassing some of the things people put up on YouTube. Yeah. Well, and, and going back into the '90s, and I know you're you're a big fan of that grunge. Oh yeah. Style music. Think of female artists in the grunge era. I mean, I mean, I, we, we talked a little about about Courtney, which we're not going to go any further. You know, I think she, she, yeah, she's the biggest one. You've also got you know someone like PJ Harvey, hmm. uh, Dolores. I mean, I, I would put Dolores and the Cranberries in that in that grunge in that grunge box. Absolutely, I love them. Uh, it's just that it cranberries was just that sad, like I need like a cry for help type of music. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's it's that dark side yeah. of the music. Uh, music. I would put uh, Amy Lee in that in that category with them. Now I think she would be. You know, last week we talked about Foo Fighters. You said put them in grunge. I said I'd put them in post grunge. I'd probably put Amy Lee in the post grunge box uh there with the foo fighters but close enough you know uh to to that um now there is one band uh that i would definitely throw out there in the 90s uh i don't know if you've ever heard of portis head uh but it's got that dark amy lee uh type i don't know that i would call it grunge or whatever but portis head uh the the girl who sings for them is is awesome portis head is a great band i think they're uh super unknown and i wish they were more known uh but anybody listening you know go go put portis head on your spotify or apple music and just and just listen for a minute they're great yeah and, and another band i wanted to showcase i sent you a, a a link after our 
our last because uh, you didn't you didn't you didn't know about hailstorm. Uh huh. And I'll tell you a little story about hailstorm here. Okay. Um, this is a band. This is another band that I think really, you know, when they came out, they were past their time. I think they would have been 10 times bigger if they would have been in the late 80s, early 90s into that musical era um, because of their sound. Um, now, the unique thing about um, Hailstorm is the band started, it was um, a father and his his kids, daughter and son, mm-hmm. um, you know, and their musical influence was from the 70s late 80s that rock you know all of that uh heavy metal you know stuff that you had in the 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 70s and and 80s um this is where they got their influence and that was their style when they started off so their earlier popularity wasn't as big is because like i said it's it's like they were past their era Uh Now, what did you think of that video? That video was a live vocal of um, uh, Lizzie Hale. Nah, you know, no backtracking. I just, yeah, I enjoy the the purity of yeah. it. Yeah, and 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 I bring that up because to go listen to a live band today, that's that's one of my top bands that I I would recommend to everybody. You know, I, I don't recommend a lot of big, big bands and big arenas because uh, I, I know what goes on in the back. But this is a band that plays the music pure and you'll hear the mistakes, you know, but to me, that's part of the show. Yeah. yeah. And and it's funny, too, because there's a video out there. Um, I think she was only like in her teens, 16, 17. Now, Lizzie Hale started in the band when she was 13 years old, believe it or not. Um, and, and she did, I think she was like in her late teens or something like that. Uh, there's a live recording of her coming out on the piano and she did uh, one of Whitney Houston songs. And to me, now, again, everybody, you know, when they talk about Whitney Houston, how her vocals, like you said, she's got that that high and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. But when you listen to her, when Lizzie's control and how she does the song, she, yeah, she obviously doesn't have the range that Whitney had, you know, but I think she came very damn close. Mm-hmm. I loved her control and her tone. 10 times better. And this was on a live, you know, just she went out there on stage, got on a piano and, you know, it was just her and the piano vocals and in the piano playing that song. If you could look it up on YouTube on there, I I think you would enjoy that, that vocal. Yeah. There's something to be said about a female voice behind a uh, piano or, and, or an acoustic guitar, um, basically unplugged uh that's why i go to uh nora jones Mm -hmm. uh it's just a just a piano and a and a nice voice there's uh man i can't ever remember her name hang on i'm going to i'm gonna look something up here real quick Uh, 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 uh it's not in the rock and roll world uh but um alicia keys Oh, Alicia Keys, yes. Alicia Keys, oh, uh, cool. sitting sitting behind a piano and just and just singing. I can listen to that, mm-hmm. you know, for hours. Uh, yeah, I I just I don't I don't need the the editing. I don't need the uh, uh, the backtracking. I don't I don't need all that. If you're all gonna right. make a mistake, that's cool. I don't care. Your voice is still beautiful, and I want to hear it. Uh, that's why I like going to, I, you know, I went to this jazz cafe one time uh, up in Dallas and uh, there was a gentleman sitting at a piano uh, and there was a uh, a female uh, standing at a mic singing. And it was, I mean, it was perfect. 
and I could hear, you know, I don't have a musical bone in my body. I can't play any instruments. I can't sing for anything, but you know, I, I have an untrained ear, but I could hear the mistakes. Yeah. And it didn't, it didn't take away from, uh, that experience of enjoying, you know, the music being presented in that current moment, uh, at all, like at all, at all. So that's what I want when it comes to females and, and rockers. Um, you know, I say this about Chris Cornell. I, I enjoy, uh, do you remember back in the nineties, uh, MTV did that show unplugged? Yeah. Yeah. That that was one of my favorite shows because it takes a rock group who Mm -hmm. otherwise would be rocking your face off. And it unplugs them and they're singing their same songs toned down right. times 10, right? Yep. And so I would venture to guess if you took the rockers from the era you're talking about and mm-hmm. just put a, uh acoustic guitar in their hand and just let them sing their catalog with that acoustic guitar only maybe a little little light percussion in the background right i would love that you know what i mean like i would i would like to hear i would like to hear and when i go to the 70s i again just like i do the 90s i'm going mainstream and i'm and i'm going stevie nicks and fleetwood mac yeah now i would love to find something and i'm sure i could find it if i if i took the time to look around Uh, i'm gonna give you one right now Uh uh-huh joni mitchell yeah absolutely but i would i would love to hear fleetwood mac unplugged with stevie nicks you know of course singing behind it i would love them same thing with joni mitchell yeah it's just that's just the vibe I want. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. I, I, when it, when it, so, you know, I told you last week, Chris Cornell is my favorite because he's versatile and he's got range. And that's what I, and that's what I enjoy about men, uh, vocalist. I don't need that with females. Give me, give me your voice as it comes out of your body naturally. And that's it. Yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. And, and it's funny you, you mentioned about that unplugged because me growing up, um, you know, a lot of these 70s artists like Joni Mitchell and all that, um, when we'd hit these smaller venues, that's how it was. It was unplugged, you know. You didn't have all the distortion and all the, the you know, the lighting and all that crazy stuff that you would get in these big venues. Um, you know, and to me, that's what I love about music is I love going to those, those clubs just like that. And just, you know, somebody on a piano or somebody with a guitar with one little amplifier and, you know, and vocals and that's it. Yeah. You know, you get to hear, you know, probably a good reason. I'm a big fan of uh, Cheryl Crow because she does a lot of that around the Austin area. Yeah. Uh, and, just to listen to her do one of those small little shows. And, and it's just, it's just such a joy. A lot of people miss that, you know, when you, when you get into the, the big venues and to me, I don't know the way I love music is like that. Uh, I don't enjoy going to Austin very much just because I don't like Austin at all. I think Austin sucks as a whole, but when I do walk around downtown Austin, uh, nine times out of 10, if there's somebody sitting outside of a business or on the side of the road with an acoustic guitar and they're just sitting there singing with a bucket in front of them for tips, I will nine times out of 10 stop and pay attention. And to yeah, absolutely. Because the, that's music in its, in its purest form. You know what I mean? Uh, my buddy and I, this is years ago, Riley was, Riley was probably brand new. So this is probably, 14 no yeah 14 he's 15 now so maybe 14 years ago a buddy and i went out to uh los angeles uh for some uh angels games angels he was a rangers fan i'm an angels fan angels and rangers were playing out in la 
uh, for opening day weekend. So him and I went out there and I've got a buddy, uh, or two out in the LA area. And, uh, the Saturday that we were there, uh, he invited us out to, uh, Hollywood. We were staying in Anaheim, uh, close to the stadium. So it wasn't a far drive to and from these games. But uh, we went out to to West Hollywood with them, saw the weirdos, whatever, and they took us on this underground uh, subway system thing to get from one end of somewhere to another end of of another place, whatever. But in the subway, this lady comes in with a guitar, and she's walking up and down the train car just playing an acoustic guitar, and I loved it. Oh, nice. uh, and I feel like, and I feel like if I had more time to walk around West Hollywood that day, I would have found more things like that, that, that I enjoyed. But instead you see, you see all the homeless people cosplaying. I uh, said, so, yeah. Oh, let me take a picture here with Shrek. And now Shrek is holding his hand out because he wants a tip just to take a picture. Like, bro, stop that. But, you know, and that, and that kind of turned me off of, you know, walking around West Hollywood where the star, you know, the, the stars and the cement are and, and all the, the studios and, and everything are, it probably would have been more enjoyable minus all the cosplay happening. (laughs) Yeah. And I think of Vegas is like that now it's, it takes away from that experience. Yeah. Uh, But where you could still get that. Uh, really in Nashville, downtown Nashville. Yeah, you got these up and coming artists, you know, street corner performers. They're they're not expecting. Yeah, they got their either their guitar case or the hat or the bucket open out there for for tips. But you know, they're just there playing their music. Yeah, and and, and here's a surprising thing: you may see some of these big time names, you know, go out there in the street corner and just start playing. Uh, out in Nashville, um, and I, I've been lucky enough to catch a, a couple of little shows like that, or you know, where you're sitting in one of those local bars, and you know, yeah. you know, somebody big walks in and just picks up a guitar and starts playing. Or I love. Guitar. I've been to Nashville one time. Um, it's been about five or six years. Uh, my group of friends, they did uh, a couple of them were getting married and they did a bachelor bachelorette weekend like together uh, where we all just went out to Nashville for three or four days and just hung out. We bought a we bought a big old uh, or we rented uh, a big old historic uh, Nashville mansion, Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. so cool and uh, getting downtown nashville is just so fun the music scene there was was incredible and you know i was uh i was delightfully surprised because you know going into a trip like that you uh into a trip like that to a place like nashville you are expecting the music scene to be country saturated very 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 saturated with country and it wasn't the case you know we got down to these we got down to these venues on the nashville strip and i mean you walk into one joint and it's country you walk into another joint and it's uh, a piano bar you walk into another joint and there's two guys sitting out there one's got a, a bongo the other's got a guitar and they're just playing you know they're playing top 40s you know, so the music, the music vibe in, in, in Nashville, uh, pleasantly surprised me, uh, because I didn't expect it to be, uh, as versatile as an Austin, you know what I mean? Where at, at the music scene in Austin, you're going to find anything you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to find everything. Another thing in Nashville, it's a little, little secret that the locals really don't like to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it anyways. Uh, even though since I'm not a, a local, so I could talk about mm-hmm. it, but yeah. there's a, there's a park. It has a fountain. I can't think of it, but it's, it's just North of downtown uh, Nashville. Uh, and every Sunday afternoon. Okay. A lot of musicians go out there in front of the fountain, just bring a simple amplifier and all that and just start playing. And you'll have six, seven of these guys all there together. And they're all taking turns. 
just playing music. People would go sit next to the fountain, just listen, you know, and just enjoy the Sunday afternoon listening to great music. And that's that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that would be my scene if I lived in Nashville and I knew about that. That would be my mm-hmm. scene, just going and hanging out at the park. You know, take the little pupper out there and just, yep. you know, just let the pup run around and listen to good music and enjoy, enjoy a day out, out and about, you know, like that would, that would definitely be my vibe. I wish San Antonio had something like that, but I feel uh, like, it, but, if, but I feel like if they did, it wouldn't be good mellow music. It would be mariachis. <laughs> no, actually San Antonio has got a good mix of music, you know, it's just. It, it it's defi- not compared to Nashville or Austin. Right. It definitely used to down the St. Mary Strip. There used to be a whole yeah. lot of, of little joints where you could where you could catch all the local bands. Uh, I think the place when I was growing up was called White Rabbit. Yep. I don't know if it exists anymore. Um, but uh, I hope with the overhaul of uh, the San Pedro Strip that they're doing, you know, the yeah. all the construction and the road work and all that. I hope the music scene uh, starts popping up back there again because it was it was a good it was a good scene back in the nineties and early two thousands. Yeah, but yeah, and I agree with you. And, and 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 be honest with you, I haven't been out there in such a long time. It may be the same way. I just I haven't had a chance to yeah. hit hit those clubs like I used to the first time I lived in San Antonio. Right. Now I will say, you know, I was in I was in school uh, a couple of years ago for the broadcasting or whatever, and I went to SAC has a real good program, and so I was going down there, and that's the way I went. I went down 281 and down St. Mary's, and it was, and this was, this was uh, post COVID, so 2021, I want to say, and you know they they just had San Pedro tour up, so hopefully that's going to be uh, resolved soon, and that live music. Uh, you know, scene down in that area can just be revived again because I feel like San Antonio needs a spot like that. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. So we're we're right at about an hour. So okay. what I want to ask you is I want you to let these people know something that they need to go listen to. Does that make sense? Like something that they might not have heard of before with a female vocal uh vocalist or you know maybe the the female shreds on the guitar instead you know give them something to to go check out uh where they can you know appreciate the the women more like we do and i'm going to do the same thing yeah and i agree with you and and i'm going to go back to hailstorm um you know they're they're still playing today they're doing big venues and they do a lot of small stuff and um lizzie hale you know it's it's her and a brother um with a guitarist and a bassist um but lizzie you listen to her music you know hailstorms music you know get out there get their album download it you know whatever you guys do to enjoy it you will be pleasantly surprised i mean she's got that 70s 80s rock vibe and it's that loud and 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 you know just really explicit and down to dirty music that is fun and it's funny and it's just it's just great to listen to in my opinion yeah uh, hailstorm hailstorm got to get out there and if you get a chance to go to one of their shows to me they put on the best live shows today out of all the artists out there cool hellstorm uh i'm gonna do the same i'm gonna go (laughs) i'm about to give y'all give you a band that you need to check out if you don't already know who they are and it's gonna go against um everything that i just said in regards to i like i like the just the the voice coming out of of that body the way it is the way it's supposed to just a natural uh, behind an acoustic guitar but I stumbled across a band uh, with a female vocalist uh, three or four years ago. Are you familiar with the Alabama Shakes? Alabama Shakes? I'm not very familiar with it, but I have heard. Some okay. Of so when I first 
stumbled across the Alabama Shakes. I am not going to lie. I thought it was a male vocalist. <laughs> to be honest with you, that's where my mind is right now. <laughs> and, I've never seen a video, so... So this is this is a a, uh, a female vocalist and she plays a guitar. Her name is Brittany Howard, and I I actually have seen them live. Uh, they do a great show, but but she she has the like the the grimy like uh, oh uh, the vo- the grimy voice the the I don't I don't know how to describe it right now, but she does do a lot of sc- she does get loud. But I think her voice is beautiful, and uh, she she just plays good music. It's it's blues, rock, and uh, yeah, Alabama Shakes. Y'all definitely need to go check them out. Give them some listen. Now, I don't know if they've put out anything recently, uh, but it was the late um, you know 2015, 16, 17, 18 that I found them. But I still I still save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Go back and listen to them. She's great. They're great. So check them out and uh, do your ears a favor, I guess. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think that's two great bands to listen to. Hey, yeah. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, I'll send you something, you know, once we get off here to check out. But uh, anyways, right at an hour, we did good. Females getting the love today. Uh, and uh, definitely deserve it. You know, I've been told before that I don't, I don't give them a fair shake because most of the, the females that are presented to me or given to me, when I do listen to them, I want to call them trash. So it has been brought to my attention before that I, I you know, I'm not fair to the, to the female vocalist. But here we are, giving them love anyway. You know, so. I think in general, a lot of people. I think a lot of these rock females are just so underrated, in my opinion. Um, and they do deserve the love because there's such great talent within that world. Oh, absolutely. Anyways, you guys go like, subscribe, and share. Larry says hello to your mothers. And uh, until next time, we will catch y'all later. <laughs>